Hello, and welcome to episode three of Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, your storyteller. Today's episode marks the end of our first story arc. It also marks Chanel's last episode as a consistent contributor to the podcast. Chanel is a wonderfully talented improviser and a great friend. And a fantastic opportunity has presented itself for her, which means she can't be around to record our silly games with us. We may get opportunities to touch back in with Rizzo in the months to come. However, as we say goodbye to Chanel, I look very forward to bringing you our next arc to come. Let's get into the action. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, Godwin had misplaced his recorder, and call time rapidly approached. Could Rizzo bring him calm? Where was Birch, Ricard's missing husband? Just why was this party underway in the first place? So Godwin has just discovered that his recorder has gone missing. Godwin, relax, we're going to find it. You, you guys all right in there? It's getting pretty close to call time. We're, Wait, we're... did you check in your case? <gasps> yeah, we'll be out in a second. Okay. Oh, it's here. Oh, oh, it's right here. We're good. Okay. We are good. You're, uh, you got to dry your face, though, and uh, blow your nose, though, because we're about to leave and we can't have them thinking you're incapable of getting dressed. Oh, I got so scared. Dressed. Oh, my baby, my precious, you're back. Oh. I opened the door. Okay. We're good. Looks like you guys cut a, a pretty mean, rustic formal. Right? Yeah. All right, I, I'll see you guys at the party. Uh, thanks again for letting us, uh, you know, yeah, thanks. dazzle out. Thanks for taking care of my little personnel problem. Yeah, you're, it's no worries at all. Th- thank you. Okay. So there is a performance, like there's a... It's not a performance-specific door, but there is a kind of a back door. This house is built out of... It's got, like, a lovely wood structure with a lot of... uh, It's very rustic formal. Yeah, kind of metal fixtures. It's made out of a pretty dark, deep redwood. It's very tall and... And Kind of angular, but there's a lot of, like, hanging iron fixtures, which both play into the rustic theme... And the, some people are extra paranoid about the fair folk, and so iron keeps them at bay, which is kind of common thing that happens sometimes. But there's this big old wooden door at the, the back, and there is this caramel-skinned kind of muscular guy standing here at this door as you guys pull up. Are you guys the talent? I'm the talent. These are just my PR people. I'm a backup dancer. Okay, so you're a backup dancer, and you're the talent, and you're... I'm the manager. You're the manager, okay, okay. Um, So you guys can just come on back. Uh, you guys, uh, which which room are you guys playing tonight? The private room. Okay. Excellent, excellent. Let me bring you guys on in here. And he opens up the door, oh, and... Guys, my read is not ready. My read is most definitely not ready. I gotta... Lick it to get it ready. Yeah, you guys are walking through these labyrinthine halls. Oh, are you are you licking that thing? It's part of being an artist. Okay, look. I only want green M and M's. Yeah, uh, we don't we don't have any M and M's. We got skills though. Four stars. I'm just. I feel like you're the one who's going to get rated tonight. I'm just have security. <laughs> Three and a half stars. Okay. Okay. Clearly you've made up your mind about this. And also you need to learn that in the industry it's five stars or nothing. It doesn't they will fire me <laughs> if I get like three, four ratings that are below five stars. Then green M and M's only. 
you look just say you're, you're gonna oh, give him okay. green m&ms just give him green skittles he's not gonna know the difference i'm, I'm gonna give you green m&ms you're on in 15 minutes here's the green room and he opens up this door so describe to me what this green room looks like well uh this is a lovely room it's it's got the same iron fixtures and uh the same really intricate like wood grain wall panels and rustic uh you know, pelts on couches and things like that. But everything is green. All of these things are green as if, like, somebody got a spray can and just sprayed it all green. And you can tell that's what they did because, like, the pelts, like, on the other side of the pelt, they're the original color. And, like, but just the way that you see them when you walk into the room, they're green. Okay. And, like, there's a lamp in the middle and, like, the lamp facing from the front of the room is green, but, like, from the back of the room, it's the original color. So if you stood... On the other side of the room from the door, and you look, everything would be the original colors. But if you stand from the front, it's green. <laughs> oh, boy. So this is a very, very wealthy man whose house you're in, who just... Gave up on a room. <laughs> oh, boy. I feel like he was trying to pinch pennies anyway. But also, he took the idea of a green room so literally. <laughs> It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> Bad. There's like a lot of little bonsai trees. <laughs> Where people should be walking, so it just makes it a hassle to walk through. Yeah. There's also one of the walls has like supported like metal trellises. It looks like maybe he also confused the idea of a greenhouse and a green room. <laughs> And there's a beautiful signed photograph of John Green. Oh boy. <laughs> John Green's in this universe. I'm I'm going to veto that because photographic technology definitely doesn't exist. <laughs> there's a copy uh, of one of John there's, there's a shelf with only John Green books. And, and there's a framed shirt from the Green Bay Packers. Oh boy. <laughs> veto it. We don't it's, need the Green no. Bay Packers the here. From Green Day. <laughs> All right. Billy Joel Armstrong is also sitting in the green room playing guitar. There's also was turned down a petri dish with a sample of the gangrene of gangrene in there. Gangrene gang from Power of Oh my god! Also, Buttercup's there because she's just wearing a green dress. He gave up at that point. And Kermit yeah. is sitting exquisitely. Okay, so do you have a pre-show ritual? You Give bet me. I do. Everybody shut up. Oh my god. I have to get ready to be a star. You're not a star. You're not a star. My mother always said I would be a star, and so I'm sticking to it. Swallows of the stone. She is dead. <laughs> she is a dead woman. I'm not, I'm not convinced. <laughs> Can you just do your breathing and your, you know, that... Okay, that thing you do so we can... Okay. And I'm going to just stretch. Let me have my space to do it. Godwin. Uh, his his uh, preparation consists of balancing. He likes to uh, stand on one foot with the other foot, like in the little triangle motion, you know, where his foot's lined up with his knee. Yeah, like a little... Tree stance. Yeah, the tree stance in the green room. How appropriate. Uh, so he likes to do a tree stance. And uh, he goes, Oh, and, like, puts his hands together uh, in front of his chest. And he, like, links his fingers together so that they make a little chain. But, like, if you pull on them, you can't unpull them. But they're fingers, so you obviously could. I just did. But, you know, that kind of motion. And then, uh, but before he links his fingers, he likes to uh, put his recorder on top of his head like a hat. And balance his recorder while chanting Om. And he does that for about five minutes. Uh, and then he lifts his head up a little bit, so the recorder uh, flops off the top of his head, and he catches it. And then he blows one long note for the next five minutes. And it's the same note, and it's perfect throughout. But, you know, he's still got to breathe. Well, why don't you demonstrate? <laughs> Circular breathing. <No. laughs> so he uh, plays one. <laughs> <laughs> So he plays one long note, but he's still got to breathe, right? So he uh, 
will occasionally back away from the recorder to breathe every like 45 seconds or so. And you just hear this. (laughs) (laughs) Ew, ew, ew. Ew. Okay. Uh, Cool it, buddy. (laughs) Godwin, you forgot to. He's still doing tree stance, of course. Godwin, you forgot to. Read, recite your poem that your mom used to tell you when you were a kid. The one you made up, and she told it to you after you said it. <laughs> You're right. It's, I, haven't, I haven't done it uh, recently just because, you know, I'm still mourning her loss. But, but this, this performance is important, and I think, I think she would appreciate it if I, if I said it. I would appreciate it because it's embarrassing. And it, and it rhymes, hey. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Roses are red. No, not this one. The other one. No, this is the one. Violets are blue. That's not it. It's okay, little Godwin, that uh, in your pants you went number two. No, no, I was right. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. What a nice mom. I miss her. I miss her, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay that we never Guys, we need to find Birch. Wait, so Birch. Why, why were we playing the concert in the first place? You needed a pretense to get into the party. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, Don't screw this up. I wouldn't dream of it. No, you dream of it. Sometimes. You probably and then have. I went to bed. Exactly. So, you know. Have one of those nightmares where you do really well. You know those? The ones where I don't wet the bed? You don't wet the bed, no. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, perform on that level. I'm going to just do some side-to-side she-bops and some hip bumps. That's probably good enough. Some little shaboop-de-boops? Mm-hmm. Some shaboop-de-boops. And Ajax, while we're performing... You should look in the audience and scan as much as you can. Like, get enough ground. Just see what you can find. Yeah. But make sure they don't know what you're looking for. Because if you go down, we all go down. Everyone knows that we're all here together. We're, oddly enough, the weirdest people here. And I think we're the best dressed. Of course. And... um. We, we, we're on thin ice. Everyone's already suspicious of us. I got this, Rizzo. So during the concert, can I use, like, crafty observation methods? Absolutely. 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 Is that going to come to the green room and see? Yeah, how do we know when Godwin is up on stage? Yeah, you're going to, we're going to get there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh... There's a a small knock on the door. Come in. Oh, hello. <laughs> Look at you. Thank you guys for coming. A man enters the room. He's got kind of messy, shaggy, blonde hair. He's wearing a kind of formal style uh, jacket. Got some pants. And he actually has a small little horseshoe necklace. That's really cute. All right. Yes. All right. I uh, I manage the uh, the talent around here. I shuttle people back and forth. I wanted y'all to know that you guys are going to be starting in just a few minutes. And um, I got a note a minute ago that said that, um, is there a, a Miss Rizzo in here? Uh, yeah, that's me. Okay, so there's someone here at the party who would like to actually have a conversation with you, so I'm afraid that we're actually going to... Wait, but what does he look like, though? Or she? Uh, She's an older woman. Um, okay, yeah, I guess that's fine. All right, I think her name's Laughing Diatribe or something. Yeah, well, Uh, we'll just find out. All right, so, yeah, so we're going to have to pull you from this performance, and you're (laughs) going to have to go... There's a small uh, sort of back room. She says she'll be waiting there for you. So, we're going to just have to go ahead and send you off back there. Um, okay, is it cool if I have a word with my 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 rest of my band first? Yeah, go ahead and have a have a little chat. You guys are going to basically want to go down uh, the hallway. Uh, and it's the third door on the left. That's that's where Seven Symphonies Chords like to, to hold his little meetings. 
so that's where you guys will be going when you're performing. And Rizzo, uh, you're going to want to take a rat turn at the first fork in the hallway. You're going to want to follow that down until it branches again. You're going to want to take a left. You're going to want to follow that down. It's going to hit a, a wall there. And right before you hit that wall, you're going to look on your right. There's going to be another door there. You're going to want to go in there, and that's where this this lady should be. Uh, Do you also have a bathroom? Oh, yeah. It's right next to that room. Okay. Perfect. Also, there's going to be that, that room. It's two doors. Careful not to open up that other door. It leads out into the main floor of the party, and we don't want you necessarily, uh, you know, disturbing yeah. any Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's All right. right. Yeah. All right, have a good day now. Okay, thank you. Rizzo, I can't do this without you. No, you you can't do this without me. This is going to be a disaster. What? I guess Ajax is going to have to back up dance. I'm the only one. I can't back up dance. Do you think you can back up dance and scan the room at the same time? I mean, you know. I might have to do that. It looks like you're going to have to because obviously I won't be able to be there. However, do this for me. whoever I talk to, whoever this lady is, I don't understand why she's demanding that we talk right now. But if I can get out early or, you know, if I have enough time before you guys' set is done, I'll scan the room and see who I can find. But up till then, that's just going to be your job. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think I can do this with Ajax. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I can't do this. No, no, you're gonna have to. You can't do You know what, Godwin? You know what your mom told me before she kicked the can? You never knew my mom, but uh, I like well, this metaphor. Let's try this. Yep. She told me, my son Godwin is just a real ball of weird, and I need you to look after him and tell him that sometimes his ideas are real bad, but just tell him he's a good kid. So you know what? You're a good kid, Godwin. You can do this. Ah, that sounds like something my mom would say except the last part. <laughs> but I appreciate the sentiment. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. You got this. I got just this. Blow into that recorder like you've never tooted before. Yep. I'm ready. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, All right, and if I, if you guys don't see me by the time your set's done. If you die, I think you're great. No, I would say go, come look for me. <laughs> come look for me. We all heard where I'm going. You know exactly where I'm going to be. So if I'm oh. not there, that's about an hour from now. <laughs> come find me. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Okay. So, does Rizzo then head off to this? Okay. Yeah, I make sure I have my pine cone though first. Okay, you bring that that Sweet pine cone. Pine. Still damp with Ricardo's Actually, sweat. Actually, no. I give my pine cone to Ajax. <gasps> no, I deserve I the pine cone. Good luck. I need the pine I don't cone. Want to it's good luck. Cone. I need All right, the pine so cone. So he says he doesn't want it, but I. I just slip it in, um, it rests right on top of his, um, bow and arrow archery set. He doesn't know it's there, but it's there. You've got to give me that pine cone. Excellent. He doesn't know it's there. You've got to give me that pine cone. Don't touch me. Ajax, please. Don't touch me. It's a sign of, uh, uh, um, approval of Rizzo. I need her to approve of me. Ajax, please. You've got enough approval. You can do this. Put the pie cone. <laughs> okay, so Rizzo goes walking down the hallway. You arrive at the door. Are you doing anything before you step in there? I try to, like, look around my surroundings. Um, I'm kind of skeptical about what door I'm opening, but first I have to use the restroom, so I use the restroom. Mm-hmm. I come back out, and then I re-examine the door, and I, like, notice the handle looks like a little different so the door is looks like it's closed when you walk past it but it never clicked shut Mm -hmm. looks like it might have been like tampered with Mm -hmm. i take notice of this but i still walk in i obviously this is something important so i just walk in okay and as you push the door you get those weird heebie-jeebies yeah okay 
So if you want to activate spirit detecting glance, I do. do I do want to activate my All spirit right. detecting glance. That is three motes. Okay. Does she still have her wooden yes. dragon claws? No. Uh, okay, yeah, she turned those off. Yeah, I needed them to be gone when I got dressed. Oh, yeah, you would have torn those clothes to shreds. Yeah. Okay, so you enter the room, and there is this woman. She has gray hair. She's she's older. Mm-hmm. Her hair is kind of tied up in a bun. She's actually got, like, the chopsticks in the hair. She's wearing what looks like exquisitely made peasant's garb. It's kind of like a simple jacket and then, like, a a robe. It's got uh, real nice material. It's, like, sky blue. So her version of rustic formal mm-hmm. is dressing like a rice farming peasant, okay. but in exquisite, mm-hmm. exquisitely made clothing. Like, this is designer peasant's garb. And she's sitting there with her hands in her lap and her legs lightly crossed and buzzing, hovering behind her is a man-sized wasp <gasps> that seems as though it is built out of, like, shimmering, beautiful plates. Like, beautiful plates of chitin. Uh-huh. If you want to give me an intelligence plus occult roll, I can tell you a little bit about okay. what's going on there. Alright, so six successes. Uh-huh. This creature is what is known as an agata or That's a... six that's six successes. So this creature is what is known as an agata mm-hmm. or a beauteous wasp. It is a demon of the first circle. Which means that basically it can be summoned by sorcerers. Mm-hmm. Um these things are often used as mounts for people, like, to get them from place to place very quickly. Okay. But they also have a reputation for having bizarre temperaments and desires. So the presence of an agata basically implies that this woman has the capability to summon demons mm-hmm. or is in league with someone who is a sorcerer. But... She looks up. Um, the room itself is... Uh, it's small, but it's got a nice little table. She's sitting... Um, she's sitting at the table. She motions to the other side of the table. Please, come in. Sit down. Ew, why does she stop? <laughs> come. I, I like it. This is the only old person voice I have. <laughs> I can also go down here. No, no, the other one's good. <laughs> Hello! Children! Oh, hi, Granny. <laughs> okay. Yes, please, sit Grandma, down. No. My name is Languishing Diatribe. Uh, can it's I Pleasure just... to meet you. Can I call you, um, Languish? Absolutely. Cool. My name's Rizzo. I'm sure you already know that because you asked me specifically by name. I did. Hello? She, wow. she smiles, and there's something oddly familiar in her smile. It's an asparagus quite. that I've seen before. <laughs> <laughs> I dismiss oh. it because I see something else familiar. No, there's just something about the way she smiles that seems kind of familiar to you. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was just eating lunch. <laughs> that's That's okay. We've all been there. Lunch once. <laughs> oh, she also. <laughs> what? Yeah. As for old people. <laughs> Look, I've been awake so long that I just kind of wrapped around a second lunch. <laughs> I was supposed to be asleep four or five hours ago. Um, this is true. It's called dinner, right? But she also has around her neck a little pendant. That is actually, it's a gold chain wrapped around a very, very fancy looking, elaborate gold arm. Like, it's an incredibly, like, well-defined male muscular arm just hanging on a chain. What one? (laughs) Looks like this. (laughs) Looks like Ajax's arm. Um, so, yeah. I have heard that you've got something of a... 
reputation for taking on odd jobs. Uh, yeah, actually. Me and my crew, we, we do those. Lovely. Well, there's something that I would like for you to make sure happens tonight, if you're interested in some extra work. Uh, and with this work, will I and my partners, will we be getting pay? Oh, quite handsomely. I actually have a little bit of a vacuum in the payroll. I had a transporter that I was going to use tonight, but they seem to have gone out of commission this afternoon. So you want me to clean something up? No, 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 no. I want you to smooth something over. I want you to make sure Sorry, that... Sorry, I was just thinking because you said vacuum. I thought I was... Okay. That's not... Oh, no, 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 no. Like a power vacuum. Got it. Got it. Just a, an empty space waiting to be filled up with oh. my money. Oh, okay. In your hands. I like and the sound of that. Anyway, I need you to make sure that a deal goes down tonight. In the back room, Seven Symphonious Chords is handing over a fancy statue. He's got two interested buyers in the room. Okay. One of them is a young girl by the name of Bushihiko. Bushihiko? That is correct. And I'm not quite sure who the other buyer is, but I believe that they're a, repre a representative of the guild. I want you to make sure that at the end of the night, that statue ends up in Bushihiko's hands. How am I helping bid or just enforcing... Except me. I've heard you have your ways. I do, I do. I didn't know if you wanted me to be specific about it, like if it was nonviolent or... I mean, violence is unseemly. Oh, you're right. Totally right. You I'll know, be very professional about this. We wouldn't want to lose any favor with seven symphonious chords. Okay. But, after that, after the party's over, it's important... That you meet up with Bushihiko, and she's going to give you the statue. Does she know that she is... that I'm helping? Does she know who I am? She will. Okay. And once she's given you the statue, I need you to deliver the statue to me. You and you alone. Well, I don't really do anything without my partners. I'm sorry, but this is just the terms of the agreement. Um... Do you mind if I talk it over with them first? Do I have time? I believe that their performance is starting at the moment, isn't it? <sighs> okay. Yeah, it is. It's 7.30, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll do it. Okay. We could use the cash. I, after you leave this room, I'm actually going to be leaving town. What? I need you to come meet me out in the Great Forest. After I meet with Bushihiko? Yes. Oh, God. It's just a simple delivery, and you will be handsomely compensated for your work. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That works. Um, can I at least leave a note or something for my... You're free to tell them that you've left, absolutely. Okay. You just can't tell them who you're meeting with. Okay, that's fine. Or why. Okay. All right, and she reaches into the side pocket of her jacket and pulls out a scroll case. Here are the details on where you're supposed to meet me. She claps it down. Oh, and just in case you need it, I heard that the finder of the statue is worried about being done wrong in this deal. This should help assuage their pain, and she takes out a small uh, pouch and drops that on the table. It jingles as it hits the, the wooden surface. It's coins. It's absolutely coins. <laughs> <laughs> on a little string. Cash money. Do you have any more questions? Why me? I've heard nothing but good things about your reputation. It seems like... Amongst your cohort, you have the the best track record. The other one is a child. 
And <laughs> I've heard that the large one... Hmm. This isn't exactly his area of expertise. We right. know that you... Yeah, it's not. ...are a little bit better with subterfuge. Okay. Um, that makes sense. So, I guess I don't have any other questions. This seems pretty airtight. I don't know what could go wrong. Wonderful. I'll meet you at that location this evening. Okay. And, yeah, the wasp's up. The wasp's eyes kind of glint in the light behind her mm-hmm. as you step out of the room. So, you guys enter this room, and there is a small, elevated stage at the back with room for the two of you. As you guys get set up, there's a couple of servers who come in and lay out, like, a fruit tray... And there's, like, some cured meats that they lay out. Ooh, salami. Oh, yeah. A a whole charcuterie board. (laughs) And they exit. And almost immediately after that, there is four people who come into the room. Um, One of them is a man of about 35 years old who is holding his hands behind his back clasped pretty tightly. Like a nerd? He's got kind of wavy blue hair. Um, and seems reserved. He notably is not kind of conforming to the rustic formal themes. He looks like he's wearing street clothes. Um, then immediately following him is a man with a shock of bright red hair. So he's got this messy shock of red hair and kind of pale green eyes. Um, he actually has a small chest that he's carrying in. And he is taking this formal, uh, this rustic formal theme. He's got, it's kind of like a bolo tie, but you know how there are those weird little things that samurai wear that are like, they're like a string chain when they've got like those two little fluffy balls on them. It's basically that, that he's wearing over, um, kind of like a checker, yes, checker patterned, um, shirt. Classy. And he's wearing kind of nifty, what we would describe in this world as Mongolian style riding pants, (laughs) which look rad as fuck. They've basically got these like big flaps on the front and in the back and then leave the sides open. Okay. Um, they're kind of baggy, but then they've got like these separate big old flaps that have like really elaborate patterning on them. Following after them are two women. Um, one of whom is uh, dark skinned with her hair kind of tightly pulled up in a bun. She's wearing kind of like a, an aquamarine-ish kind of lip gloss. Um, she's got focused and intense eyes and she is wearing a short jacket. Um, and then some basic robes. They're fancy. They're fancy, but they're simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the woman who comes in behind her has kind of a reddish tones to her skin overall. And kind of muddy brown hair that cascades down her shoulders. And she is wearing clothes that are clearly from not in the area. She's got kind of like high-waisted pants that blossom and, like, billow out towards the bottom, and a simple vest that she's wearing. And the man pulls out the chest, drops it, looks back to you guys, drops it on the table, like, next to all the the food, looks back to you guys and says, All right, could we go ahead and get this show on the road? Get the music playing? Okay. You are going, uh, Ajax is going to immediately recognize that the person who's clasping their hands behind their back, not only are their hands not simply clasped behind their back, they're very, very well and discreetly bound. Um, also this person is Birch. Oh. And so they all take a kneeling position on the floor around the food. He motions for you guys to begin playing the music. What do you do? Begin playing the music. 
All right, give me a little spice here in this description. How how is this music going? Well, I can just show you. <laughs> Despite how awkward he is, Godwin is honest to God, probably one of the top 100 performers in the musical field in the entirety of the world. <laughs> Okay. Play what I want to play. But an earnest and flavorful description for the listeners would probably be a good idea. Uh, it's very uh, avant-garde. Um, it's a lot of like air whistling out of the instrument, <laughs> with the occasional note here and there. It's just kind of weird, and it sounds like a kid doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> But um, but he's doing it with intention. You can tell in his eyes that he's focused. He knows all the rules. He's he just knows. choosing to break them. It's very... And at this point, Rizzo is free to introduce herself into the scene at any point. Okay. Is there any way that you can make the audio that when I'm saying the description monologue, you can have the music play underneath it? I don't think I could, I could oh, cut it like that. That would be so good. Uh, I have a question. So I thought that I was to go... To the bidding, like, right after I spoke with her. Yes. And so now, basically, that time overlap has ended, and this is the room in which the bidding is taking place. Oh, okay, got it. So I walk in. Smooth like. Okay, I look around, and I don't really, like, see anything off, but I do see a couple people in there. They are dressed regular formal, with, like, a hint of rustic. Even mm-hmm. though I was, like, the opposite, I went rustic with a hint of formal. Okay. It makes me feel a little self-conscious, but not enough. I know it's just a job, and I'm not really being judged, so I don't really care. Okay. And then, yeah, far back at the back of this table, there's this... At the far back of the room, there's this table. Um, there's actually a small screen that separates it from the rest of the thing to grant them privacy. And discussions are starting. I'm not going to sit here and try to rapid-fire do a three-way discussion between these people, because that would be awkward garbage. So yeah, Rizzo walks into the back, basically as the reddish-skinned woman says that, I'm just saying that the acquisition of this particular piece would be of great benefit to the guild. We would compensate you richly. And then Rizzo enters. Hi, guys! Uh, I'm, I'm just here to to um, watch and bid a little bit. You, you go, who told you about this? Um, you know the guy at the front door. Oh my god, Samson is so. No, 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 it wasn't Samson. It was somebody else. I don't want. He's not in trouble though, right? It wasn't Samson. It, it, it was somebody else. Was it Samson? No, it wasn't Samson. Okay, he wasn't wearing a badge, but I knew it wasn't Samson. Okay. I saw I saw another guy who said he was Samson, like when he introduced himself to me. Mm-hmm. So that means I know I wasn't Samson. Okay. Somebody else at the front. Okay. It looks like you'll have to find out. No, it looks like I won't. Yeah. Uh, That's okay. I'm here though. I heard about a statue, and I am interested in what is happening. Okay. So I mean, we're looking at making pretty big bids here. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess. Formal tradition, I'll introduce everyone around the table. My name is Seven Symphonies Courts. Hello. This woman here, wearing the um, jacket, is... Oh boy, I've just completely blanked on her name. It's okay, I can see uh, there's a little plaque. Her name is uh, Wendell. Yes, that's Wendell. And the woman who's got the, the robes and the cool little bun... Sorry for calling it little. It's not that little. It's it's a cool bun. And her name is Bushihiko. Hi, Bushihiko. I've heard a lot about you, actually. Oh, you have? Yeah. Where? Um, you know, from someone, but I don't remember their name. Okay. Yeah. Well. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. She extends her hand. Um, yes. So, 
you're going to need money if you're going to participate in this. It's a good thing I do. I have money. Excellent. Great. And we're talking large sums of money here. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've got the backing of the entire guild behind me. I don't... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure you're ready to play. No, I am ready to play. All right. Could we stop challenging her? She she got the information. Yes, thank Let's, you. Could everyone stop being so combative, please? Thank you. Okay. As this is going on, are Godwin or Ajax doing anything? Because this is all just kind of playing out right in front of you. Godwin's just playing you. Wait, no, but you got to describe uh-huh. your backup dancing. Oh. I'm, like, dancing the most awkward backup dance imaginable. Like, just... Kinda. <laughs> Classic white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Mistimed snaps. Yep. <laughs> Definitely no. And trying to snap on one and three. You hurt yourself. I can't even do that. People uh-huh. are gonna find this recording in, like, 15 years when you've got your music degree and you're doing some sort of music career they're gonna be like he said that snapping on one and three was okay and they're gonna take away your degree oh boy in shame um but really though uh, Godwin is getting a little bit irritated <laughs> at Ajax's offbeat snapping it's uh ruining his his concentration and uh He's making some shifty eyes over at Ajax. In disapproval. Okay, so I guess we can get started. I will show you that the goods are valid. Wow! And he reaches into his jacket and pulls something out. Um, this catches the eye of pretty much everyone in the room. It is a, it's a key, but actually on the end of the key is the head of a it's basically the head of a recorder but it's made out of like this cold black and gray iron um and it's got like a yeah a little key attachment and he puts that into the box clicks it open and raises it up that's really cool can i ask you where you got that oh it's something of a parting gift from an old teacher of mine oh cool Haven't seen him in a long, long time. Well, you probably won't again. That's fine. What's in the box? Oh, well, that was ominous. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded like a threat. Oh, no, no, no. I was just saying, like, usually when people say I haven't seen someone in a long time, they usually never, never do. I'm just, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm just going to say right now, you're tanking (laughs) yourself in these negotiations. (laughs) You're just shooting yourself in the foot. (laughs) talking about my teacher like that. Well, I don't know your teacher, so how would I know for sure? Why why are you taking what I'm saying seriously? Because you came in here, you said you have money, you said you wanted to buy the product. I do have money. I have money. Alright, well, well, are you going to put down that money or are you just a joker? What's going on? Well, I'm not going to put down the money because I don't know how much I'm paying yet. So, I'm going to hold on to it and let's, you know, until until I hear about this statue. Okay, so he then Opens up the statue. Or opens up the... Not the statue. That would be bonkers. Uh, he opens <laughs> up the the chest. And inside of it is a little golden statue of a muscular man with three arms. There's two on the left side, one on the right. And they are holding various accoutrements. Like, one's got a laurel, one's got a horn, and then one's got a spear. Rizzo would recognize this as a three-armed version of the Unconquered Sun. <gasps> the Sun God Sun? Well, it just looks like... Uh, hmm. You said you were using Crafty Observation Method, right? Yes. Which does... What exactly? Um, yes, man. One yes, win. <laughs> Looking One at physical evidence may flawlessly reconstruct physical process behind event. Okay. So, you take a look at this statue, and from where you're standing, doing your awkward backward, uh, your awkward backup dancing, you can see this statue is clearly missing an arm. You can see that it took tremendous supernatural might to actually break it off, because this isn't just gold, this is aurichalcum, which is basically impossible to break. 
but somehow someone was able to apply a supernatural amount of blunt force trauma to break off this fourth arm. Um, and the location has since been smoothed over, so it looks like it's complete. So I don't notice this because I don't have that sense, right? So yeah, you do not notice okay. that because Ajax is the super Sherlock investigator type. Got it. And you're the the occultist. All right. Oh my! It's even more beautiful than I had imagined. Eh, I've seen better. You have. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I. I mean, look at the craftsmanship. This has got to be. I mean, it's pretty good, but no, I've definitely seen better. He's like two or three times. All right, so go ahead and give me a manipulation plus socialize check to convince these people that it sounds like you're trying to convince them that it's not worth as much money as they Mm -hmm. believe it to be. Uh, And you can go ahead and take two extra dice for stunts. You are trying to beat two people have a three Mm -hmm. and one person has a four, so. Two eights, two nines. All right. Cool. So that's four. Um, Didn't I need five? No, you needed four. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess taking a closer look at it, there's a couple of flaws here in the metalwork. Um, maybe it's not from those uh, those Sijani metal metallurgists like they had told us. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <sighs> I mean, that's a shame. I mean, does that change the fact, though, that it... It's been observed to have these arcane powers. It's Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert, but I do know a lot. And to me, it just doesn't seem like, you know, this is anything, you know? Could be could be a glorified uh, toilet paper holder, you know? Actually, go ahead and give me a perception plus a cold check cool. to give this thing a look over. All right, so three, awesome. Uh, so it looks like this thing might have supernatural powers, but in its current condition, it's functionally useless. Okay. Uh, I just want to let you know that I can look into this. Uh, I know a lot about this object, actually. I, I was able to scope it out and kind of recognize it. And as of right now, it it's not going to do anything supernatural for you. There are no powers with it. It may have in its day, but it's 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 old. At this point, Seven Symphonious Chords turns his head towards Birch and shoots him a poisonous glance, and Birch visibly shudders in fear. You okay there, Birch? Wait, how do you know Birch? Ah, Birch. Uh, you know, I've seen him around. He's uh, I've seen him around our town maybe like once or twice. And so you're on a first name basis with him. Well, I know who he is. I wasn't going to call him by his last name because I didn't actually know it. Uh, it looks like he's trying to open his mouth and then he closes it. Okay. So uh, I, I just wanted to let you know that, yeah, this this isn't worth as much as we as you uh, intended, I believe. So. Okay. So, again, anytime Ajax or Godwin want to interject in the scene, just go ahead and pipe up. Okay. Well, that's... Duly appreciated. It looks like the uh, the finder's fee for this little beauty is going to be uh, quite a bit less than had previously been agreed upon. Sorry. Yes, I'm afraid that we're not going to be able to give tremendous amounts of money to pay for a broken item. Mm-hmm. We're going to need this thing to be fixed or completed or whatever if we're going to actually put significant money down on this. Well, I agree. You know, it's not. My patron is still very interested. I will happily put down money for this. Large sums of money for this. You know what, Bushihiko? You go ahead. You just get it. You know? I think it would look nice in your house, I'm assuming. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, this you're is been an interesting evening. I I agree, yeah. It's very unexpected. Uh, but, you know, I, I think you should definitely get it and everyone else, like, I don't know if it's really worth it for you guys to have it. Okay, now... <clears throat> I 
don't know how you got in here. I don't remember sending you an invitation. Oh my god, you've... I'm not happy with you. I need better security. Hey! Uh, yes? She's with me. Oh, so, I mean, the the web just grows more and more tangled, doesn't it? No, not really. She's with me. That's all you gotta know. Okay, uh, so that's how she got in. Yep. Which yep. means you came in through the back door? No, I told her that she could go through the front. Yep, and that means I saw that guy who told me about the statue. Okay, seriously, that guy needs to get dealt with. Okay, I'm sorry for wasting your time. Uh, he looks over, send my apologies to the guild. And then he grabs the sack of coins that Bushiko has placed on the thing, pulls the statue out from the chest, and places it with her. And he actually turns around to... He kind of, like, waves the Bushihiko and the guild factor off at this point, and he turns around and looks at Godwin. Also, did I tell you you could stop playing? No. That's a lovely instrument <laughs> you've got there. Where did you get that? It was my mom's. It was your mother's, really? Mm-hmm. Because I've seen a similar instrument before. Well, maybe you saw my mom. Yeah? All right. And then he reaches in and pulls out that thing. The little tiny one? It's just the head of, like, yeah. the... You know, I've, uh, I've seen another one that looks like this. You know anything about that? That's beautiful. Oh, I, and I wish I knew. I just I don't... Oh. All right. Well, you know, just... I'm afraid that I'm going to have to dock your pay for the evening. Why? What? You've disappointed me. You spoke out a line. You were supposed to sit there and you were supposed to play music. Hey, Furthermore, no, I'm not going to stand up you for were, you. Oh, you were supposed to make this negotiation go smoothly. It was garbage. It's not my you fault. You brought that in the person who ruined me. I, it's not my fault that you made a product that was subpar, okay? My performance was not subpar. It was phenomenal. It's not my fault that your little trinket or whatever was mediocre at best. It was damaged. It's ugly. Okay. Who's talking? This is Seven Symphonies. Okay, 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 cool. Okay, well, I guess you can take that up with the person who found it. This useless piece of human garbage. Well, I will. But don't take it out on me and my pay. Oh, fine then. And he turns around, hikes up his riding pants a little bit, and straight up kicks Birch in the face. <gasps> no! Damn. Feels good to be a gangster. Oh my god. No, we're supposed to be getting him home. <laughs> I pull out my bow, notch an arrow in it, pull it back, pointing it at Seven Symphonious Chords, and say, do that again and I'll end you. Dude, we don't really know Birch. I think it's fine. Okay. We're picking sides here. Would you would you like for me to call security? Because I could I could call security. No, yeah. I don't I don't really care that you kick that guy in the face. That doesn't bother me at all. I just want my pay. That me. That's abuse. He's not That's our yeah, like we're supposed to be <laughs> Oh, that's him. the guy. Oh, yes, that's the guy. <laughs> Ow. That's what I was saying. I just got so caught <laughs> You know what? Please excuse our friend. Please don't do that again. We, you know, that's just mean. You're mean. You're a mean there's, man. There's no need to call security. Seven Symphonias means. Leave Birch with us, and we'll leave you alone. Okay. <laughs> you think after you've ruined me? You you completely fucked me on this deal, excuse my language. No, I'm not going to excuse it, because that is also mean. You, you completely screwed me over. You think that I'm just going to... S- let you go home with this person yeah. who also contributed yeah. to my financial ruination? Yeah. Yes, because I have an arrow pointed at your head, and by the time you call security, that arrow could be lodged in your brain. All right. You are so not good <laughs> at intimidation. Uh, I will actually let you roll dexterity plus presence because it is indicative of your ability with a bow. And this is a flexible system. And also, shouldn't I be leaving because I'm supposed to meet up with... Uh... You should be trying to weasel your way out. It's okay. kind of up to you to decide whether or not you want to put this, this on. Hold. Yeah. I have zero presence. But I have four dexterity. All right, so four dice. 
I'll give you uh, free success and two dice. Uh-huh. So two two right. dice, and then you will get one automatic success. Cool. <laughs> an <Why>? eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, he actually like puts his fingers against the arrow and pushes it out of the way. <laughs> Security. Hey, hey. Guys. Hey, you're being really mean, and I don't appreciate that. So I was overspoke, okay? And so I was, like, trying to attempt to say that I needed to leave. Mm-hmm. But uh, Godwin just keeps talking, so I slowly slip out the back. And I put a note inside of, uh, in between, in the little hole at the bottom of the recorder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Slip it in there, and I pop out. Yeah, I'm going to let that happen. Okay, so Rizzo has... Left the the room. He's called security, and it's not long before two of the armed guards here enter. They've got pretty nasty-looking swords on their back. Hey, man, if you don't call off security, I'm going to stick this recorder right up your nose. Okay, look. It would I'm be just. Serious. It would be very lovely if you would just leave my house. No, we got to take Birch with us. And what are you going to offer me in exchange for Birch? The ability to leave without a recorder getting showed. Because... <laughs> Alright, so go ahead and roll Charisma plus Presence. So it's six. Yep. Okay. Alright, you know what? Fine. If you take Birch and you just leave me alone, I do not ever want to see you around this city ever again. Well, I don't want to see you anymore either. You just okay. have that Look, feeling of a he's face. free. You can leave with him. Go get out. Go. Okay. Go. Okay. Okay. So, where do we want to cut to? I figure we would cut to... Reading the note. Right. You guys get that note. uh, And you guys have to take Birch back to Ricard. Okay. Oh, oh, guys. Oh, gosh, guys. Thanks for saving me out there, guys. Uh, He's got Birch's blood running down his nose. Mm. I'm just looking forward to... To see and record again. Uh, record again. Not a sweater. No, not a sweater. My husband. Man, you are a square. You got straight up your spine. Hey, hey, squares don't don't go out into the woods and go go digging around around ancient ruins for 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 golden idols, do they? That that's what I did. No, that sounds like a pretty square thing to do. Oh, all right. Okay, let's get you back to your good old-fashioned lover boy there. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you basically take them back to Ricard's house in the slums. Okay. Who opens the door. Oh my gosh, oh, I'm so happy to have you back. Oh, you got my birch for me, oh. Oh, thank, thank the stars, thank the maidens. Uh, and he runs over and he, like, gives him a big hug. A very, very tight hug. Oh, oh, Ricard. Oh, I missed you so much. I I promise I won't go running off again. Uh, And I think that we can kind of put a cap in that scene there. Excellent. So as you guys are walking down the street, the rain is clearing up. A small ray of sunshine comes down as you pull out this letter from Rizzo. (laughs) Dear Godwin and Ajax, I hate to tell you this, but... I can't work with you guys anymore. There's just something about the our dynamic that I just... I'll be back at some point when I work things out myself. Don't come looking for me. I can't tell you why I'm leaving. But hopefully we can work this out later. P.S. Godwin, I never actually met your mom. But you just needed that push. So, sorry. A bunch of S's. Sorry. See you soon. PPS. Post postscript. Ajax. That pine cone. It's on your. Uh, it's on your arrows. Signed. Rizzo. <laughs> Rizzo has docked a small boat on the shores of the river, where she has disembarked and followed the instructions that were left to her. By languishing diatribe. As she begins to get deeper and deeper into the forest, she begins to feel more and more uneasy, uh, getting the sense that there are a number of supernatural 
entities about. If you want to turn on spirit detecting glance, you can. I do. All right, so you turn on spirit detecting glance, and you don't immediately catch anything. Mm-hmm. As you enter the, like, a clearing, there's a small fire, and you can see a lonely Agata sitting by the fire, that wasp. And from the shadows emerges languishing diatribe. So, have you brought us the goods? So, yes, I do. I got it. Wonderful. She smiles, and then in the space between the trees behind you, you see just a field of red eyes light up. (gasps) Ray of morning sunlight sends his regards. No! Thank you so much for listening to episode three of Swallows of the South. You taking your time to listen to the show means a lot to me. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. On that note, I wanted to give a thank you and a shout out to Snivelous Snape, Inoue Hain, and Be Now Now for leaving us reviews on iTunes. If you'd like to visit us on the web, you can go to swallowsofthesouth.com. If you'd like to send us an email, we can be reached at swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at swallowsofsouth, on Tumblr at swallowsofthesouth.tumblr.com, or on Google Plus at swallowsofthesouth. Our theme music is new by Elvis Herod. I'll see you next Tuesday.